0: It's understanding what's real and what's not and not letting yourself get too excited or too depressed on anything that you might see and just focus the blinders on what you can do. People need to move away from this idea of work-life balance. When you're an entrepreneur, you're looking for harmony. Sometimes you're going to be out of balance, working hard for what you want. And it's really about figuring out a way to be in harmony with your body, with your health and the work that you're doing for you. It's a custom thing. Mm -hmm. And I think the idea of manifestation is beautiful. It's amazing. And as a faith-based person, I'm supposed to be like, hey, God's going to take care of it but that doesn't mean that they tell us not to work hard right it means do your good works and then know it's going to come around the way that it's supposed to if you just sit back and think that because i've been writing in a journal three times a day that i'm going to be a six-figure lash artist and then are not taking those action steps you have no awareness you have no ownership and it's probably not going to happen
1: always ask why Coming to you from the City Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today, I am back in the studio. It's been a hot minute. Actually, it's been like five, six weeks, I think, since I've been here. The longest gap we've ever had in our podcast since we started almost six years ago now. And basically, we got caught up with LashCon. And a lot of you were there. So you know, you know, it's gotten huge. It's gotten so big so just time consuming that doing podcasts and I had like six, even in the books that were five in the books that I was planning to release during that time. But even then it became for me to do the bumpers and for me to basically get all done and put online thankfully i don't edit anymore It just yeah we had to cut something and sadly guys i apologize we had to cut the podcast so we are back we're back in the saddle and we're back at it excited to bring you a whole bunch of interviews of some really cool people in the coming weeks and then we have more interviews lined up after that and then tuss and i will get back on and do our kind of our once a week chat where we kind of talk about all sorts of stuff and after doing lashcon there's all sorts of things that we would love to Bounce ideas off or talk to you about. And we also have our coaching program coming up real soon. And we're going to be launching a beta version of it in the coming weeks. Hopefully sometime by the end of November, if not really December. And then you guys will get to hear all about that. But for now, we're going to release an episode today that we were supposed to do just before LashCon. Because there's this new organization called American Lash Lash Association, or ALA. And Christina Fard is going to come on and she's not the CEO, but she is helping to run this organization. And it's a new organization to serve and help our community. There are organizations like this or already. rare. one right now currently, and there've been other incarnations in the past. So, some of my people are going, well, we already have organizations that do this. But you're going to see in you, as you get into the interview, they do things differently. They're really here to try to serve the community in a, in a new way. And already I'm excited about some of the stuff they put together that they've in their short time have been able to do to help you guys. Real perks that if you sign up at a super low cost. In fact, I'll just give you it now. We have a promo code for you. con. 25, the number two five. LashCon 25. And you go to the show notes. And you can if you after you hear the podcast, I want you to go to the show notes again and click on that link and go sign up today. You get 25% off your membership, and it's only $84 a year. Okay, guys, we are not talking about a lot of money here, but yet they're already getting things where you can get discounts on like QuickBooks. Um, insurance and other stuff they're going to provide you these resources plus they're going to be doing lots more than that and we'll get into that in the podcast and you'll hear in the podcast if i remember right some of the language is like oh yeah you learn more at lashcon well lashcon's over so now you can go to the website you can learn more at their website and you can learn more or from us or you can reach out to them they have an instagram you can dm them ask them questions they're really trying to do something special here and we're excited to support them and we are actually board members with them we are going to be supporting them so much and we believe in their mission what they're trying to accomplish so much that we decided to join the team and be on their board. Uh, there's no financial benefit to us. We just see what they're doing is a wonderful thing to help uplift and encourage and support lash artists. Cause as you know, we all work alone in a room, right? That's kind of like in our saying. And so we really want to help, find new ways and other ways to connect you guys in an organization like this is a great place to do that so there's a lot of good details i have no announcements today other than i'll actually i'll let i just i'm as i'm saying there are no announcements i guess i do have a couple announcements i should probably say so don't we won't do the music or anything like that um diego so just ignore this as we just go right into them first off right now ticket sales we have opened our pre-sale, really pre-pre-pre-sale is out. Those ticket sales are going to be ending next week. So if this is coming out on Friday, you, you'll find out just in a couple of days. We'll be taking them offline, and you'll have to wait till next year before we open up doors again, which is fine. I think we have about 200 tickets sold. And so we sold about a quarter, a quarter of our tickets. VIPs, we sold more in the quarter. I think we sold almost half of our VIP tickets, or a little less than half, I think. So you'll if you didn't get them right now, if you're listening right now and you're like, I really want to get this is the cheapest you'll be able to get tickets. We'll release them again most likely early spring. We're thinking February, maybe March. That's actually winter, but February, March we'll release tickets again and tickets will be slightly more expensive. And basically, if you really look at it, I know a lot of people go, oh, LashCon's so expensive and there's other events that are coming in a lot cheaper. And I love these other events. These people are all friends of ours and we like them and we support them. But when you compare what you get value wise, well, maybe our ticket price may be 100 $200 more, just FYI. Yes, we do cost a little bit more. No one gives you four nights of parties. Next year, we're going to expand the learning even more, so we'll have three days of classes. And then you're going to have also three days of a trade show that is like none other with all big-name brands, people you love, people you buy from all the time. And then you add in all that plus the swag bag. And our hotel room is really affordable. It's only 169 uh, I believe next year we're going to get that same rate. Where So all those things combined, it's super, super value-friendly. Also, if you go to our event, we get uh, much higher-end speakers. we we'll get some of these people like Ryan Leak. If you came this year, you'll see, like, oh, my gosh. That's not your typical last speaker. No, it's not because he speaks at national business conferences and we bring in two or three people like that every year, which really add a lot more value as far as the content. And already this coming year, we have a couple just monster uh, things that we have worked out that we cannot wait. We um, basically have Loom. There are the eyelash robotics company. They're going to come here and speak because you know what? You should get to know them. We should actually uh, figure out who they are and what they're doing because I know there's a lot of fear and a lot of, a lot of stuff. So, we thought we invited them to come and they accepted our invitation. So, they're going to be here to speak about that. So, we got a lot of other big things coming for 2024. We uh, really, I've already got tons of things in the works. Cannot wait to do it. And we will be doing episodes soon where we kind of unpack 2023 and maybe give you a quick preview of 2024 as I was already working on 2024 earlier this year because it's gotten so big we got to work on it way ahead in advance so we're going to be here october 11th through the 14th in anaheim again so 2024 so you can block that out and if you can't buy your tickets the next couple days just be ready for those ticket sales later and if you want you missed 2023 and you're hearing many good things or you saw a lot of good stuff on there well guess what we actually have a replay ticket that will be on starting next week so that'll be let's see today's like the Second, like fourth or fifth, somewhere, and really soon, Monday or Tuesday, early next week, we will put the replay ticket so you can watch. We have 30 videos, guys, and I think the total amount of content is like 36, 38 hours of content. Amazing stuff. Everything for solo artists. We have salon owner information. We have marketing. We have technique. And we have also um, business-type stuff. So there's really a whole plethora of different subject matters. And you don't have to watch all of them, but you can find whatever works for you. And I'm going to say this year, everything, the audio, the video, everything looks amazing. We upgraded our cameras. We got good audio this time. So uh, in the years past, we've had sometimes the audio was a little hard to hear. None of that is um, not, not this year. <laughs> Let's say It's all good it's all good i'm excited i was watching them going oh my gosh this is awesome this is awesome in fact i can't wait to go in because i really don't get to listen or learn from any of these speakers i can't wait to go and start watching these videos myself and because uh, it's a lot of good content and so if you are a lashcon ticket holder already and you have a replay ticket already those videos if you're listening right now most if not all of them are up it's thursday today and i'm hoping by the end of tonight Every video will be online. If not, they'll be all online by Friday, and you can start watching through. And one thing to note is all the videos in there are basically from LashCon. There are lots of other things where we had sponsors holding classes, like sponsor classes, or there were bonus things like VIP classes. We didn't record any of those. Those were not videotaped. But anything where it was official LashCon speaker and an official LashCon class that was meant for everyone, all those 30 sessions were recorded except for one because the speaker asked us not to record. So she said, no, I don't want to record this one. So we honored her it and took that one off, but otherwise all the, the main sessions, all the breakout sessions, all that's there, tons and tons of content more than you probably need i don't know if you want to watch 38 hours but hopefully you know what you can do while you're working just pop on your earphones earbuds and uh, while you're working this will be listening in the background and making some mental notes and if you find one that's really helpful go back and watch that one because all the powerpoint and keynote presentations are included so you'll see the slides as well as the talks from the speakers so All right, that was a much longer introduction than I expected, but this is my first time back with you guys. I wanted to catch up. I wanted to chat. I wanted to hang out with you. It's like, I can't wait to get 2024 started. We got so many things, and we'll be talking about 2024 soon. Literally, our first six months, we are traveling all over the place, and we hope to see you at a lot of the stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, all right, we'll get into all that another time. But for now, I want us to get into our interview where we sit down with Christina Farr from American Last Association and talk about what the ALA is about, why they're here and how they're going to help you with your business.
2: Hey, Smart Cookies. I'm so excited to be in the studio with you today with my lovely husband, Paul. Hi. Hi. it been all- a while. We haven't yeah. done a podcast in a few weeks. <laughs> we have a special treat for you guys today. With us is our guest, Christina Fard, and she is from the American Lash Association. And we are so excited to have her here to introduce what she is all about. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Christina. Hey.
0: Thank you guys so much for having me. Really excited to be here, and I can't wait to tell all of your listeners about the American Lash Association and what we're trying to do to help unite the lash industry. Yes, yeah.
1: united. We can have a flag. United we lash. And I've been saying this actually in some of our meetings for LashCon with I prep with staff and volunteers. The world seems to be dividing this more and more. I feel like the news, the media, the, the politics, everything's about dividing us all into different groups. And you know what? I like to celebrate organizations that actually unite us that help us to say, you know what? We're all human. We all are just here together. And in this case, we're lash artists who are trying to serve the community, make women, and mostly women, feel empowered and loved and feel good about themselves. And I want to celebrate that because I love getting behind things that unite people. And that's what I was so excited. Once we started to talk to you and hear a little bit more details, it's like, okay, this group has a really good heart for our industry. And it's someone I think our industry really needs to know about and explore. And hopefully, if it's a right fit for them, jump on board and become a member.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, let me tell you a little bit about how we. Started.
1: Yeah. I love to know. The, yeah. What got you guys thinking you should do this? Because obviously there have been many incarnations and I know most of the people who've started other organizations and they all have good hearts So no, no one's doing this. I know I'm going to evilly overtake and control everyone. And, and, and all, it's like everyone wants to help, but it, yet yeah, it seems like no one's really broken through in a large scale way to really do that. And so obviously there's something that must've been an impetus to get you guys going. You know what? There's a need here
0: yeah so first off i just want to say about those other associations or community groups they've done an amazing job i think the difference between them and what we're trying to do though is We're not trying to parent the industry. That's the first thing. We really want to be of service. We're not trying to sell courses or teach anything in that sense. We're trying to curate the best of the best of the industry. And we want to really have our council lead the industry. So, for example, one of our leadership council members, Vanessa, the lash professional, we have people on there that are going to be helping us to define quarterly, yearly, annually, what is it that the community is is asking for? What are they struggling with? So do we need to do more marketing courses? Do we need to put in more benefits in the membership? How can we help serve? So just to start off with that is that we're not trying to be maybe what some of the other incarnations have been before. We're really trying to look about just creating community and support and mentorship and offering value and then just getting as many of us united in this group as we can. So we have a powerful representation in the beauty world that America's Lash artists are here, and who knows, maybe we end up being a global collective at some point. But the main thing for us right now is just we really want to be of service. And to bring to that, then how we started. So, our CEO, her name is Michelle Davis, and she started this because her daughter was a lash artist. And she saw that when her daughter was coming up, it was really lonely and it was a little scary. And she has a background working in in startups, and she's an expert photographer. And she said, I look at these girls that are coming up at the time her daughter was younger. She was bold. Brittany, her daughter, was like, I'm just going to go. And before she even got out of getting her licensing, she's like, I'm going to book my room, I'm going to start my branding, and I'm going to start working on my target customer. And she was just so excited. But she saw the high highs and the low lows of being an entrepreneur. And luckily for her, she went from not really knowing what was going on to making that six-figure mark and being able to be incredibly successful with her lash business in Las Vegas. But Michelle saw that there were so many other people who really wanted to be in the lashing community who maybe started and had a stall or a fail because they didn't understand the entrepreneur mindset, they didn't have community, they didn't have support. And they also didn't; they couldn't afford some things. QuickBooks can be expensive, and you really do need something like that to get started. It's one of the reasons why we have a QuickBooks discount in our membership. And so Michelle was like, "Hey, we should do something here. It doesn't seem like there's anything quite like this." And she came to me and she said, "Hey, Christina, do you want to help me do this?" She doesn't want to be the face person. She's not a big—that's not what she does. My background: I was a, a political kind of pollster in another life. I've done get marketing. Out. I, And I have my digital marketing agency, and I really try to help small business owners. And so she's like, I think you'd be perfect to help us with this. You know what our community is going to need, and you have a, a spirit and a heart of service. So I said, let's go. And so a couple months ago, I would say like over six months ago, I didn't know as much about lashing as I maybe would have. I didn't understand the intricacies. And as I started getting more acclimated into the community, and I started seeing just how amazing, I mean... What you do to us, like for a client mm-hmm. doesn't just give them something pretty. It changes how they feel about themselves and then how they are in the world. And that has such a ripple effect. And I know it sounds silly for a lot of people who don't understand the lashing kind of experience, but when I had lashes put on for the first time, I was like, Oh my God, I feel like a different human being right now. And it was insane.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. When she first started doing this, I actually thought how lame. I really This is back in 2005, 2006. I was like, I mean, really putting lashes on women. It seems so vain. It seems so pointless. And it wasn't until really, and I supported her and I helped her with her business in the early days. But I didn't really appreciate until 2011 when she asked me to come on and help me manage the salon. And I would see women probably crying because for the first time, they looked at themselves and they said, I look beautiful. And I saw Tuss's care for the women and, and everyone knows the free therapy that goes on in these sessions. And the women that she was mean with were now moving on and, and doing, she, through her encouragement, were, I know one woman wrote a book because Tusk encouraged her to go and do that. And after meeting with her for a year, she finally went out and did that. And I know all these women who felt empowered. It's not just about the beauty and the outside. There's something transformative that's happening on the inside, which is really cool.
0: And also, I think what you just said was so important that it's part you're doing a service and you're giving them some kind of tool, right? The armor or something that they can have with, with the superpower of having lashes on. But also the relationship between the lash artist and your customer is so unique in the industry. Because when you go to your hairstylist, they're blowing your hair. You can't hear, right? But when you're with your lash artist and your eyes are closed and the walls come down, there's almost like a life coaching thing that starts happening. There's it's, And that's also, I think, one of the things that we talk about in the association is We want to keep reminding lash artists that even though we're in this great period of growing yourself as a talent and understanding and valuing your time and understanding your worth, that this is a customer service based industry and you need to always remember your client and the ones that have great bedside manner and are good humans and not just have great technique, but some people are really successful with crappy technique, but they're great with their clients. Like. focus on making sure that you do what Tess does, which is actually make a real connection. And who knows, that's part of the reason why they keep coming back because they're not just getting lashes. They're getting like life. They're getting renewal when they speak with you, when they come and see you. So important. We definitely, I think as an industry need to keep reminding our lash artists that yes, you can go and make a lot of money and yes, you can go and change your life as a lash artist and as a businesswoman and as an entrepreneur. But you also want to make sure that this is—it's about your customers and the relationships that you make, and how that ripple effect goes out into the world.
2: I completely agree with that.
1: So Michelle saw this need with her daughter Brittany that there were lash yeah. artists who were not successful, were not yeah. getting through. Like her, it sounds like her daughter did okay, but her daughter
0: did really well. Did actually, really well. Okay, it, great. Yeah, really well. Yeah, her daughter did really, really well, and she has celebrity lash clients, oh, and there's cool. all of that, but. It's more that she saw that there were other people who came up with her who didn't.
1: Yeah, there's a huge disparity, right? Like, why are some people killing it? And someone else does the same thing, the same lashes. And all of a sudden, they get one client a day. And you're like, what's going on? So that her seeing those problems made her think, okay, what can we do to help these lash artists fix that problem?
0: Yeah, exactly. And part of what we talked about when I came on was we don't want to parent the industry, right? That's not what we're trying to do. And every state is going to have different stuff. We want to let people know what's going on in their state. So there's new laws coming out in Phoenix. I mean, in, in Arizona, out in Tennessee, we want to let people know what's going on And the association has a whole back-end website portal that has a bunch of information for you where you can look up the, the specific stuff for your state and your community. But that's not our job, right? Our job and what we're trying to do and be of value and be of service to the community is say, hey, we've noticed that people are really struggling with their marketing and it's a lot of noise, right? Like they tell you to do everything all the time and maybe you should just, let's do baby steps, right? Let's do one thing at a time. And because I have my own agency and this is what I do for my life, I can come and give my lash artists like, hey, there's some quick tips you can use. Here's a scheduling tool that you can use. If you can't afford it, here's some free things you can use. How to tell your message the right way that represents you uniquely and not just trying to copy everything that you're seeing out there, right? So- we realized that some of the things that people needed as we started doing more market research and we started to listen to people were, hey, is it the right time for me to raise my prices or what kind of glue should I use? And you can go and get courses and some courses are great, like your guys' stuff, your trainings, other people that that really put a lot of effort and thought into it. And then some of them can be really bad and people get taken advantage of. And so what we thought was, let's just be a place where we can have a curated kind of treasure chest of everything that a lash artist might need. And we're constantly adding new things in there, including these types of benefits on stuff. Like we have something for mental health support. We have a discount for that. We have stuff for liability insurance, for tax services. We wanna do free webinars. We wanna work with our partners to be able to offer as much as we can to our members. And then let our members go out there and, and share the love. Spread the news that we have a resource that is there to help support you. But most importantly, I think, I'm just excited to see the community come together. One of the things that Brittany, her daughter, was telling us was that sometimes it did feel a little bit lonely after school. And so she'll listen actually like your podcast while she's lashing, and it helps make her feel connected. So you've got people out there who are listening to podcasts and they're trying to stay on top of what they should do and how to do it and do the best thing. But it is hard to be a lash artist and do your art, be a businesswoman. Be a social media marketer, be an email marketer, be a blogger, be an SEO specialist, be an ad specialist, be all of these things at one time. And it can feel really demoralizing when you're not getting in constant leads and you're not getting in constant clients. So that's why we want
1: to be a service. That's really cool. And I think what's interesting is there have been other organizations, like we said, and I know we're not here to bash anyone. We're definitely like, oh, these are bad groups. No, not at all. People have tried things, and like anything in life, you keep doing in- new incarnations until you finally find what works for you. And I feel like you guys are just an- another version, but you guys are just up level, or doing some new things that haven't really been there before. I really do love when I looked at, when I think of the first thing I looked at, and I saw, wow, you actually are providing real value if you join Your your thing, because most of the time it's like, well, we're going we're working on the value part. We're going to give you stuff. But we right now, it's like the chicken and egg. Like we need some money in the pot so that we can then pay to go out and do all this stuff. And I think it's always been a struggle. Like, okay but we're not going to sign up. So we can't really give a lot of value yet. But you guys, because all of you are making your income outside of this, you're not relying on ALA to be your main source of income. You're like, hey, we're right now. We're fully all in. And, but we're not depending on this to pay the bills. So we can actually focus on just building the business. Like we did last con, our first year, of last LashCon didn't make a dime. We just were all in building this event and it wasn't about pulling cash out and making tons of money. And that's why LashCon. one of the reasons why I think it grew is because we weren't relying on uh, as far as livelihood. And, and I think for you guys, that's a similar path that you guys have chosen. And that's why right now maybe you should just go through, you mentioned a little bit, but I love to go through in detail what they is because this is why I think and everyone who's listening, who does don't have these things, should today sign up because they can get a whole bunch of great discounts on things that they actually need. So let's break them down. What, what do you guys offer? Yes,
0: and in addition to all those exclusive kind of benefits. So we have things in our back end, like I mentioned, QuickBooks, liability, insurance, mental. So how does health. that
1: work? Because when you say you have that, what does that mean?
0: So our membership, just to work, so we put it out there. Yeah. So it's $84 a year for professionals, it's $54 a year for students. And people listening to the podcast today, and I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes, mm-hmm. we have our promo code for you guys is LashCon25. So they can Woo-hoo! get 25% off of their membership.
2: It's so reasonable.
0: This is what we wanted to try to pack in a lot of value. We wanted to make it something that's like a no-brainer so that people can start to feel supported and we can grow this membership because the bigger we are, the more value we can provide. And obviously right now, like you, you mentioned, we're, we're not necessarily thinking about this as our livelihood. But if we can grow this this membership and and be able to put more money back into it then our council can say hey guys we're doing scholarships we're doing things that matter we can use our membership and say hey we've got stuff that we can bring to the community more and more we can partner with people we can do events we can just help like we're we're sponsoring we're one of the sponsors for lashcon it's important to us to be at a place that like you guys are killing the game. We need to be there with you and supporting you. But, anyways, okay, so once so let's talk about some of the things. So once you become a member and that happens immediately online, you go in and you have access, you get an email, it says, Hey, thanks for joining and, and welcome. And here's all the different places that you can go and get support. You'll go and log into the back end of the website in our portal, and you'll be able to see in your member services a whole area that has your specific promo codes for you. There may be a link that takes you to the insurance company, maybe a link that takes you to better health or mental health support services. You get one month free. So that's four different sessions for free. And then you get 50% over your lifetime membership. So this is, these are licensed professionals. You can go in and you can immediately book your first appointment with them and start getting help. Even if you only do that first month, just Mm -hmm. to get yourself going. So in the back end, you'll see in your member services, all the different value points that we have. And we're always adding new things in there. You'll also see a place for you to go and message our council or to message our team. You'll have our treasure chest. So we have our learning and resources area. You can think of it as like scrolling through a gallery of the best of YouTube, the best podcasts, our favorite blogs, webinars that we think are great courses that we think actually work and why. So we go in there, we actually say some of the reasons why those things matter. We also have our classifieds, which we're really excited about. And our team actually goes in there and we post job listings that we mm. scrape from around the nation. And you can go and you can look through and scroll and figure out where you'd like to be looking. But oh, that's we're great. Putting in job. And we also have in that the ability for people to go and say, this is what I'm selling or I'm searching for, whether that's a room to rent or a chair to rent. So we have our classifieds area. We also have our magazine, which we're super excited to launch at LashCon, our first big edition. And in that magazine, this first one was everything that you need. It was a business checklist. So it was like, what can you do? What do you need to be able to be a successful lash artist? And giving you two tracks. So, one for the entrepreneur, and then one if you're just going to be someone who's like, hey, I love lashing, but I don't want to deal with that other mm-hmm. mindset, the business stuff. So, we tell them about the difference between a net 1099 and a W 2. We walk them through That's what great. they might need to do for themselves and how to protect themselves. And then we also have a great feature in there from Vanessa, the lash professional. Who's on our council? And she talks about, like, hey guys, sometimes you may think that we all look successful. We look so glossy on Instagram, but everyone has their bad days. Even when you're successful as an entrepreneur, you're going to have high highs and low lows. And one of the things that I love that she said that I think you probably would agree with, Tess, is you try to stay neutral because your highs won't always be high and your lows won't always be low. And that mindset work is something we really wanted our members to see from someone who was successful. So the magazine is there to give you a sneak peek. We have a feature on one of our members and what she's been doing. And this first iteration was really supposed to just say, hey, we're here. Here's some of the things that we can do to help you. Here's some information. And then hopefully get people interested in joining the membership. And then the next issue, we can have more and more people submitting their own ideas for articles and linking the things that they're doing and, and make a real business directory that comes as part of it. So that's the goal. We have a couple other things too. One of the big ones that we've been talking a lot about is that. Lash Artist Census. And the Lash Artist Census, there's no official numbers about our community. That's strange to me. Like when I came on, I was like, what are you talking about? There's no official numbers. So one of the things that we thought was really important, we were so glad that people like you guys who I really respect thought that that was also valuable, was to put together an official Lash Artist Census. And what that means is it's a less than five-minute survey. We are working to send that out to every Lash artist that we know. If you are listening right now, you can get it on our website. You can get it via email. You can see it on our socials. And American Yeah, Lash we'll
1: put a link in their show notes,
2: too. Everyone so you can should click do it. I'm really going to yeah. push this uh, hard.
0: Everybody you know, please, in the next year, we want to try to get every single Lash artist in this country to take the survey so that we can actually say, hey, guys, this is how many we are. We can have actually a real valid sample size that says, here's what we're struggling with. Here's how we do our learning in our courses. Here's how many people we're seeing on average. Here's how much money we're making. Here's maybe where we're located.
2: So, Christina, that invitation goes out to everybody stateside. But what about our, our neighbors in Canada and the UK? Oh, and- we don't like them. We
1: love them! Oh my
2: God! UK, stay home. Stop it! Are you kidding? He is just right now. I just
1: lost half our listeners. No, no.
2: We love you guys. No, we do. We love our Canadian friends. That's humor.
1: That is humor. It's obviously Canada. We're like bros. Yeah, you're oh, bros? yeah I is drink how- syrup for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And
0: wait, uh, Michelle, our CEO, she is actually from Canada. Oh, so. there, there you go. go. I, we love yeah, yes. I love our Canadians.
1: Yes. I'm gonna just put that out there. How many people have been to Kamloops, British Columbia, in the world? What's Kamloops? I, it's a city hey canadians know i guarantee you if you said you've been the cantaloups man they're like dude really you went that far into british columbia it's past the, the southern part where everyone lives it's a little small town and i was there when i was 13 years old and it's exciting <laughs> i don't know why
2: <laughs> okay so anyone from Canloops, can they apply shout
1: out to cantaloups if you are from there DM me today. I want you to go on Instagram, go to our page and say, Paul, I am from Loops, and we're going to be boroughs. I actually, or, or sister bro, whatever. I, I, I was there in the band exchange, our marching band and from Cupertino, Okay, he's California, really a nerd because would, would, he would was a band. And, uh, every other year, their band would come down to our at Cupertino and be in our place and then there, the other year, we'd go up there. And so eighth grade year, I got to travel to Loops and, and enjoy Canadians. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, So,
0: Tess, to answer your question. Yeah, sorry. Side um, around
2: this. (laughs)
0: We sidebar. Yeah, I like. I think it's great. We focused this first census on America, so uh-huh. we're looking at the United You're States. You are called the American
1: Look- Lash Association,
0: <laughs> right? But Canada is North America, yeah. so our first iteration, and we do want to have people from. And maybe I should go and see if I should tweak the survey a little bit to include them. But yeah. we really wanted to focus on the regions in the United States. We wanted to know whether they're coming from a cosmopolitan city or a suburban area. We wanted to get representation in that sense first, and then we absolutely have plans to grow the association into places like Canada, into the UK, especially when we think about, I think about the global impact of lashing and we want Table to provide value. We'd love to have a global collective, but we also know that there's great things happening in Canada. I think that's where Nala is out of. And we just wanted to focus on the US first. We've got a big market. We've got a big community and then we'll grow. But yeah. at the same time, if there are people in the UK or from Canada that want to join the association please do so. Right? Oh, I a lot think of the so. Things-
1: yeah, the benefits. They're not yeah. just regional United States benefits.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're working right now. There are some things that maybe they wouldn't be able to benefit from in like the membership. Like we're working on a chiropractor discount. Oh, and love it. We're working on stuffing for glasses. Hmm. We already have Cosmo Glow in there. So we've got cool stuff for lash lights that they could benefit from anywhere they are. Yeah. But there might be some benefits too that are like more specific to the U.S. Like our tax preparation services probably couldn't help you in the U.K.
1: Yeah. Uh- but QuickBooks... <laughs> something you can Quick use books, anywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah, QuickBooks, but there's and there's other things too. I think the value of our membership is like we have our private members community group in our forum. We do have those classifieds. We do have all of that, but there's also just a ton of knowledge in there and mm-hmm. I'm putting out stuff now as I'm in the boards a lot in the Facebook groups. I know you guys are t- responding to people and seeing what those are and the people have been saying like, Hey, I don't even know how to claim Google my business. I'm like, Hey, I'm yeah. going to write a blog about that. I'm going to teach people how to do it really quickly. Right. Yeah. Because it's something that seems to be challenging. I'm just going to go and do it and put it into the back end. And that way they have a resource. So anybody that needs help when it comes to marketing or business mindset, entrepreneurship, no matter where they are, will benefit from a membership.
1: By the way, one thing I was going to say too, is I'm not sure if Nala would be open to because because is great, but you might be able to partner. But some ways, because yeah. I don't know if their influence is all I know they're in America and in Canada, but I think their influence is much bigger than Canada. So there yeah. might be ways to partner and support each other in that way, possibly. Who knows? Us
0: up. Always, I'm always open to conversations. So yeah. if anybody listening to this wants to partner with the ALA, if they have something they'd like to offer our members, if they have something they think that could benefit, please reach out. Let us know. On social media our website whatever i'm open to it i'm not in this for my ego our community is not in it if you go to our website you'll see our team we've got people who are coming from all different walks of life we've got a ux ui design agency owner who's on our team we've got people helping us from just different places because we saw that there was a need for community we saw that there was something that just there's an exciting movement happening in this country when it comes to lashing and you can see that represented in our social media but because of the economy right now, people are scared and they're not coming in as hard as they would or they're thinking like, hey, I maybe need to stop or whatever. And we want to let people know that you can get through this season. It is a season and you can get through it. And these are some of the the tricks of the trade that can, can help you do that so your this. business mindset marketing, all of that.
2: Are you guys able to offer any kind of health insurance right now? You mentioned chiropractic and glasses. So we're working
0: on the health insurance aspect. I've been talking with somebody to try to figure out maybe we have two different parts of our membership right so maybe there's a membership that's like your basic and then there's a more expensive membership that includes the insurance because that's we would have to do like a group policy so we're working on that it may not be something that we have this year but something that i'm really excited to bring to our council next year we are working on getting our council fully flushed out and when that happens then that's going to be something that i'm going to i'm going to pitch up to the council and say hey do you guys think this is
1: something that we need i met someone a couple of weeks ago who is connected in some way with the PBA and help them. I don't know if I mentioned this, but yeah, yeah, this guy, I would love for you to connect us. maybe he could help you. You already sound like you have people, but he might be another person to look at.
0: Yeah, no, that'd be amazing. Again, anytime you ever think of anybody for us that you can help us to spread the word or there might be something valuable we can offer, please let us know. I've been trying to get you guys on our council. I want you there. I think you guys have already been showing that you have a heart for the community in a big way. And I think it doesn't make sense to have a council without you guys on it, but we'll keep that conversation for another time. The big thing that when I look at the council and when I look at the community that we're trying to build and the future that we want to have for the ALA, it's, we want the community to tell us, right? So like Mm -hmm. we've done our best shot to put in what we think they might need. Now it's a matter of us getting in the community and saying, Hey, what do you think? We did our soft launch right at Lash Social in Las Vegas at Mm -hmm. IBS. We're doing our big official launch with you guys in just, what is it now? Four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks from Friday. Yeah, insane. So excited. So we'll be at Lashcon. We'll be able to have our magazines. People can come pick those up and grab them. And we're going to have special discounts there at Lashcon for people to join the membership. And we have in there other things too, like software and, and booking tools and things like that. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that we're trying to build in, but we need people to tell us what they want. And that's mm-hmm. part why that the survey is so important.
1: Yeah, I love this survey. And we've seen incarnations in a little bit. But what I love now is you guys are fully committed to making this a regular part of what you do. It's not just a one-time survey. It's like, we do a survey with Lashcon every year. But yeah, it's just it's it's informal. 500, 600 people respond. It's a small sample. Small sample. What I love what you guys are going to do. And I know you're going to be active and even going regionally and really getting out there. You guys are hoping to get thousands, if not tens of thousands of people, which will really finally give us a real true representation of what the industry is. So I think supporting you guys, I mean, for crying out loud, $86, whatever it was, is nothing. It's a bargain. For all the discounts, $84. 84, 84, $84. Yeah. And then when you add up all the discounts, I'm certain those discounts for insurance and QuickBooks yeah. and all their stuff, mental health services, is cheaper than what you would yeah. pay that $84. So. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So we have that 84 for professionals and 54 for students. And we were looking to grow our membership with our founding members. And that's part of the reason why we're like, hey, you guys want it. You're listening to this podcast right now. Come join us. LashCon 25. They'll get 25% off that membership. And it will continue to grow with thousands of dollars worth of benefits packed into the membership. But I think we can't also deny one of the things that I want to really to spend a lot of time on is the mentorship aspect and the community aspect, Mm -hmm. because it'd be great to know that there's a place where you can say, Hey, these are the courses I used and they really worked for me. And there's a lot of informal groups on Facebook. And there's a lot of places that you can go locally, but it would be nice to start to have a national brand that people trust. And they find like, Oh, I'm just going to go to the ALA. I'll just ask them. And I, I want that. I want to be like, Hey, I'm just gonna ask the ALA. They can help out. What can I yeah. do?
1: That's what I want. Who curates right now the videos and, and the content you currently have? Is that something that Brittany's doing or Michelle? Yeah,
0: or- so Brittany's a huge part. She's on our council. She actually started a software herself called Beauty Books and it she made a, a software that is a business booking management tool. It's coming out soon. And that booking tool is the only tool that was made by a lash artist for lash artists. So she spends a lot of time in the back of the ALA. She's been in a lot of courses. She's done all of these things herself. And as a six figure earner, she knows what works and she knows what doesn't work. So she spends a lot of time with her team helping to put in the curated content. And when I bring up something like, Hey, what do you think about this? She's like, yes, no, yes, no. So I'll see something in the boards and I'm like, they said this glow is good. And she's like, no, it's only glue that's good in this type of climate. Like Christina, let me do my thing. So we do have a team in the back end who's more lash savvy as I'm, I'm focusing more on the business and marketing. And then we have people who are lashing geniuses and they're giving us a lot of that curated content. And then obviously our council already, who is helping to guide the type of stuff that we would put in there. Very
1: cool. Now, that's like us. I mean, I know a lot about lashing, but only because of Tuss. But she's the lashing expert. I'm more the business marketing person. And yeah, between both of us, you get the whole picture of what it takes to run a business. So it sounds like obviously you have a marketing background and all that. And I think that's going to be extremely helpful to artists to have you contribute, give them ideas, because most people, like you said, just copy and paste at this point when it comes to their marketing. And they're not wondering, like they're going, wait, it worked for them. Like, well, that's because your voice is not unique. Your message is actually poor. Copying isn't enough. You actually Need to know what you're doing. You have to think through your messaging. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I've worked with tech startups. I've worked in Fortune 500 companies. I've worked all over the world. And one of the things that always comes down to it, you distill it to understand your target user and tell the story. That's it. And there are tips and there's tricks and there's things you can do, but I think the hardest thing for a lash artist is they're overwhelmed trying to be a business owner and a lashing person and do customer service and deal with people's retention. They're like, are you kidding me? How am I going to do all of that? And I think for people who've never been in business before, it can seem really daunting and you've got to have grit to keep going as an entrepreneur. Once you get over the other side, you're like, okay, at least now I know my numbers. Now I understand things. So What I love about you guys and what you do with the podcast is that you constantly bringing in people who do provide value and shares the story that it's not all roses. There's, there's highs and there's lows. I love that about what you guys do and you do it with such heart and it's so powerful for our community. I know some people who've talked to me have just said, like, I can't wait to go to LashCon. I can't wait to do this. It's the highlight of their year that they're going to LashCon now. And I think it's just remarkable what you guys have done in a short time. I think it's just insane.
2: Oh, Christina, you're so generous. Thank you for saying that. That's so encouraging to us. I likewise am very encouraged by what you guys are doing because You know how you said that you were just simply amazed that the data wasn't there about how many lash artists there were? It's because we're a newer industry. So because you guys are establishing this American Lash Association, it really is one of those final steps to be like, hey, we're legit. We're legitimately here. We're really growing and maturing as an industry because we have this organization that's here to serve us. So thank you for stepping up.
1: I just thought of. What? We were at Cosmoprof, not this year year last year because we didn't go this year we met that organization they do research but only only in the beauty space for hair and nails we actually talked to them about do you do anything in lashes? And I said, they said, no. no, no." they're
2: like, oh yes we do. But with strip, strip lashes. lashes. I'm yeah. like, no no, 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 no. I'm like, there's major things that are happening in the lashes. She's like, really? I'm like, yes. So they have no clue. And they
1: literally, they're funded. I don't know who funds them. I think big beauty companies fund them. And then they go L'Oreal out and do all, yeah, L'Oreal. and,
0: and- Those big companies, they want to know where should we spend our money? And so that's why they're looking at strip lashes because they think that that's going to be the biggest market share. But they're not, being that there's an economy that's growing in lash artistry. So it's not just a service that people want, because I mean, I live in Arizona, we have lashing around here like it's a Starbucks, they're popping up everywhere. But, but the economy that's growing, it's a massive part of the beauty industry. And I just thought it was a shame that we didn't have equal representation in the conversations because lash artistry, in my opinion, is It's your eyes. (laughs) I mean, obviously people care about their hair and they care about their nails, but you need to have a really good technician. You need to have someone who really knows what they're doing. You're touching your eyes. So I think that people don't understand the science that goes behind it and the artistry that goes behind it and the people that are, are doing the work they matter and the service they provide to the community matters. And that's why we needed an American Lash Association.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. And I think it's a good place to start. Where do you guys want to be five years from now? Cause I know that you have all these kickbacks that people can get benefits and you're going to be a resource for information. So that curated information that you guys have found out there and put into your portal. What else do you guys see? Or do you know right now? Are you like, no, we're just starting here and we'll see how it evolves.
0: Yeah, I mean, the dream is to have every lash artist in the country in our association and the dream would be to have all of the people that are important in the lash industry that actually make a difference and that, that are providing great value to have their discounts and their stuff inside the association. And we have a really clear idea of some of the best courses and the best trainings for wherever you are in person or online. And I think in five years. I know. I mean, I'm hoping sooner than five years. I'd love Mm. to be able to offer scholarships to people. I'd Mm. like to be able to offer more support. I'd love to be able to see if we could do health insurance as a collective if we're big enough. Mm. Things like that. The goal is to bring this to the market, see if people are going to respond. I hope they do. I hope they join us. I hope that they feel supported. I hope they tell me what they need. Send me a smoke signal, DM me, whatever. I hope you tell me what you need. And then we can work to try to give it to you. And in the next five years, we start to see the ALA become a standard of mm-hmm. our community. And that people like you guys actually are telling us, Hey guys, I think you're doing a job. And that to me makes me feel good. Like, okay, yeah. we're, we're helping and we see our community growing and growing, even during do you want to say the word, but you know, recession, whatever that may be, that we're growing even in these tough times because we have community and we have support and yeah. on a much bigger scale. So that's five years from now, Paul. Let's hopefully we're, I don't know, maybe the ALA has a podcast and we're sharing podcast tips and we've got our YouTube channel and we're doing events with you guys and we're having so much fun helping
1: our community grow. No, by the way, here's a little tidbit for you. I think you'll find interesting. When we did our last year award entries, one of the questions I ask in that, and this, this is data that I just like to see what the mood is, said, do you feel Scared, I think it's hopeful, extremely hopeful, indifferent, or scared, or worried, or something like that. It's like, it's what do you feel about the future? Almost 100% of people said extremely hopeful. I was really, really surprised. I, especially, like you said, because there is this... I mean, we don't know. Maybe we're already in the recession, but things have not been very comfortable in the end, uh, really, for the last year, year and a half. And we only, and a lot of people think it's, it's going to get worse. and that we're going to have a real drop soon, and so there's been all this fear mongering. But at the same time, I think lash artists, personally, the ones maybe like the Britannies, right, they're still doing well. They're finding ways to get clients because they, they've been. They've done the hard work of learning how to market themselves or message or build a good following through customer service. And and, and they see the future really brightly. So that was actually interesting because I same time, I hear a lot of fear online. Oh, I can't get clients. Oh, this isn't that. But at least the people who are applying for the last year awards, maybe because they're doing well, are very confident and feel very positive. And I want to encourage people. This is the total side note, but we've been through the Great Recession. twenty two thousand eight. 2008, we were was. She built and hired her first employee in 2009 during that time. So don't, I, I would just want to encourage people don't panic or fall into the fear of the, the sky is falling and our career is over. I just got into this and I, bad time to start lashing or
2: beauty is somewhat in some ways recession proof because women still want to look good and they still want to feel good about yeah. themselves no matter what you know i have heard it said that people will give up um their nails they'll give up everything but oh, we their had lashes. Clients tell us
1: like oh during that time i'll oh, eat not ramen
2: for a month before i give up my lashes
1: we had people yeah. using their their unemployment debit cards that you get oh yeah. <laughs> to pay oh yeah for their lashes i i
0: think that when it comes to this it's this is, a, again, coming from a business background. People don't realize that some of the biggest breakthroughs and the biggest millionaires are made during economic downturns, right? So it's a matter of your grit. And I happen to be faith-based. So for me, I'm leaning into that. And I say, okay, between whatever God's giving me and whatever community supports I have and my mindset and just trying to keep that going every day we're gonna be okay, right? So the people who stick with it and they use their community supports and they use whatever faith base they have, whatever it's bigger than them, the universe, whatever. And they stay in a positive, I know it's so cliche, like stay positive. But if you really do that and you stay consistent, they're gonna be down days, you gotta know that. But if you keep consistent during this time, the economy will eventually swing back around. Even if it gets worse before it gets better, it will. Do not Mm -hmm. bet against America. So as entrepreneurs, you guys know that. We've all been through it at some point or another. And it's going to be fine. It's going to be better than fine. We just got to stick it out. And this is
1: where something like having an association with you is great because you can find some of that community. You can find some of that support. You can get some of the education. You can continue to keep growing because here's the thing. The mindset shift for us is when the economy goes south – this is a time for you to gain market share. Cause people mm-hmm. are gonna drop out. People are gonna quit. People are gonna mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is too hard. I wanna deal with it. And move on to a job where they just get paid nine to five and which is fine, but it's maybe more secure and safe for them and, and helps create a little bit more stability. So that's fine. But for you, if you're like go-getter, man, you're like, okay. There's less lash artists right now. And there's, by the way, everyone still wants to get lashes, even the down the economy. We saw that when Tuss grew her. She was seen during the Great Recession, still was seen like 10, 10- people a day six days a week it was insane so that yeah. said not as many lash artists around but that also no one in those days even knew lash extensions existed so for her to be that busy in the down economy just shows you that it, it's possible but that's one of the reasons why i think people should definitely you know in this next year even if you're scared about the future and it looks a little uh, dicey doing things like podcast, joining the ALA. I even think coming to Lashcon, even though it's a big expense, it's going to give you that fuel, that fire to go back and have that grit so that you can do stuff. It's an investment.
0: Lashcon is a massive, it's a mindset investment. I've seen now people who are in the boards saying things like, who wants to crowdsource with me to go to Lashcon? They're like, who's coming? Who's doing it? It's become a big thing where they feel represented. People want to have a sense of community. People want to know they're not alone. And that helps them. There's a reason why associations and community groups and a Rotary Club back in the day was such a big deal, especially in America, where we're like, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You need that community to be successful. But Tess, I wanted to ask you something that I think our members would love to know. So I hear a lot right now about lash artists saying, I'm going to value my time in a certain way. And I only want to work like five hours a week and make six figures. What I want to say to people is, and this is my message, and I want to know if you agree with this is flexible especially during this time if you've got somebody who wants to see you at six o'clock at night and you happen to have some time and you don't have your books full be flexible. Say, absolutely. Let me see how I can fit you in.
2: I completely agree with it. And I actually think that that's what grit is. Yeah. It's great to have those boundaries, but it comes with demand and you only get to have them really when you have the luxury of being able to turn business away. So in the beginning I said yes to everything. I overworked myself until my body said no more. And then at that time, even though it felt like agony, I'd be like, okay, I can say no. And the funny thing was, is that I'd say, I don't have anything. I'm fully committed for that day. And then people would be like, oh, okay. And I was like, really? Oh my gosh. It's like, yeah, you can, you can have those boundaries. But I think in the beginning, it's super important to say yes, to say yes to opportunities because it's only growing yourself and your books and your demand.
1: It's it's the demand part that has to be there. When you have high demand, you can start dictating the rules. When you have low demand, that's not the time to be picky. That's not the time to enforce your boundaries in a sense like, I will never work before 9 a.m. I'll never work weekends. I'll never work nights. Well, fine. But if you're slow and you're wondering why you're slow, that might be one of the reasons why you're slow because you're not being very accessible. You're not being yourself available. So I think like anything, Tust now, we still, she comes in around 10 and works till about seven or eight. That's like our yeah. window of when we see clients. But every once in a while, still one of our favorite clients, We certain clients will be like, okay, we'll stay late. We'll stay late for you because we really like them. We really built the relationship and, and we don't mind sacrificing for our clients still, even though it sometimes comes at a price.
0: What do you think though about those people who are like, but I'm manifesting. So I'm manifesting. And because I'm manifesting, I need to manifest the life I want. So I need to live the life I want. And my, I am all for positive thinking, coming from a faith base. I'm like, got to be in that space, call it manifestation, call it prayer, whatever you want. It's true. But I also feel, because I know this goes like, it's a little bit different than what some people might say, is that you have to earn some of that stuff. I'm worried that a lot of people are getting into this manifestation thing in a way that makes them think that if they just think it, and they just sit there, that it's going to come to them. And there is an aspect of, You do have to have courageous action to be able to feel confident and be able to earn the luxuries that you're wanting to have.
2: You're so absolutely right. Let me just tell you a story. I have to be careful here because this is, I'm talking about people that are, that we love and that are very close to us. So talk about me. No, no, no. So a friend of ours was offered a position, a dream job, and it was really an answer to prayer, but this party said I don't want to take this dream job yet because I've got XYZ vacation, blah, 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 planned for the month that they want me to start. So I'm going to ask if I can withhold, do my vacations and stuff like that, and then start this dream job a month later. And lo and behold, they said yes. And, and we all rejoice and we we're so excited when the vacation and everything was over and this party decided to start they're like oh I'm sorry the opportunity is closed we don't have that anymore and so we all were very sad about it but the point is that when the iron is hot you got to strike did I say yeah, the right yeah the
1: opportunity is there
2: yeah and so yeah you can manifest so this person is still manifesting but they're still manifesting right it's, it might take longer
1: I think there's a, a few things that I would say for people Manifestation for me is just making plans. I mean, if you're making plans and then taking action and breaking it down, that's great. If you just think that if I and, I and I've had some people explain to me about manifestation and and some of it's woo woo and but then I realized some of it was like no no all I'm doing is like I'm writing my game plan of how I'm going to achieve the life I want I'm like well that's great you we should all be sitting down and writing out plans like hey I like to work 30 hours a week starting in 2025 and so what am I going to do to get to that how am I going to get there so I'm gonna first make sure I build demand so high that I can charge more because if I want to work 30 hours a week and still make let's say six digits, then you need to know that I need to be charging at least $130 an hour and know your numbers and know my yeah. numbers and, and break down the math so you see how much money and you're like well I only charge 50 bucks an hour well there's a disparity there you need to now get yeah. your prices up higher how can you get your prices up higher well you're going to have to get better skills you have to get better customer service you're going to get better marketing better messaging mm-hmm. better all these other things that have to happen to build that demand so that you, mm-hmm. can, you can go ahead and raise your prices over the next year and a half you have to raise your prices multiple times to get to that 130 so if you're thinking like that that I totally get And and but unfortunately Unfortunately, a lot of people I think just do think, well, if I just start wishing it or writing my I, I There's something my magical. Vision board. I create a vision board, I create a little plan, I write in my planner. One day I'm gonna yeah. or, or this. I you've seen this, right? Jim Carrey did I'm this. They write a check. I write a check to myself for one million dollars. Like I write to me. one day I'm gonna be able to cut that check. Which is fine. That's great. It's a motivator, but it doesn't that action itself
2: it's not magical that makes it happen
1: yeah it's not like some genie pops up and goes i will grant your wishes now and you'll have whatever you want it's like okay use those as impetus but in the end you still have to write out a game plan and then here's two things that are polar opposites in some way patience like yeah. realize This is not something that happens overnight. No one becomes a millionaire overnight. No one builds a successful business overnight. No one becomes even a lash artist, a successful lash artist overnight. It takes years of diligent, hard work, training, focus, and all that. And then lastly, the second, the other half is act quickly then. Like don't just sit around, well, okay, I'll just take my time and we'll just see how it works out and I won't do it. No, every day you got to take action towards that goal, whatever that is. Like you wanna work 30 hours a week in the next year or two, then what action today, every day you need to say, what action today am I doing to make that become a reality? And if every day goes by, you do nothing, then I guarantee a year from now, you'll be in the exact same place you are pining for that life that you always want, because guess what? You didn't take any action. You didn't do anything that you said you were going to do. And thus, you're still in the same spot you are now, which is probably what most people are at because it is so hard to take action. Why? Because it means you have to change. And what's the one consistent I've learned in my life? No one wants to change. Everyone wants to be right where they are now and they want everything else around them to change instead of them making the changes themselves and that's, that's the hard nut I think for pill to swallow and try to figure out or pill I should say not nut I don't know what nut is but the hard <laughs> pill to swallow is to say look I need to make changes in my life I need to wake up earlier I need to sleep more I need to eat better I need to exercise I need to get a schedule and actually work these hours like when Tess first started she was waking up and again about 6am taking clients at 7am working till 10 11 o'clock at night and then DMing or texting people middle of the night I'd be in bed going what are you doing She's ta- I'm texting clients for the next day I have to move some people around because she was trying to accommodate she was hustling she was burning the candle all ends not with this infinite goal forever doing that but she knew at that, that time she had to take action if she wanted to build what she wanted and that's the sacrifice she had to make you
2: have to create that demand
1: I get a little passionate about this stuff
2: yeah <laughs> I think it's awareness it's ownership
0: and it's action right those yeah. are the three things But but I think that there's also something that is so important in what you said which is that everybody right now is really on this kick because they see it, they've been inundated with it for the pandemic. They were looking at social media. And so they have all these things. So I think it's also discernment. It's understanding what's real and what's not and not letting yourself get too excited or too depressed on anything that you might see and just focus the blinders on what you can do. People need to move away from this idea of work-life balance and realize it's not about balance because when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes you're you're looking for harmony. You're not necessarily looking for balance because sometimes you're going to be out of balance working hard for what you want. And it's really about figuring out a way to be in harmony with your body, with your health and the work that you're doing for you. It's a custom thing, right? Don't get sucked into this work-life balance means I do this. And if I don't do that, I failed. Like it's going to be unique for each person. The way that Tuss relaxes is gonna be different the way that I relax. The way that you guys rejuvenate is gonna be different the way that I do. And mm-hmm. I think the idea of manifestation is beautiful. It's amazing. And, and as a faith-based person, I'm supposed to be like, hey, God's gonna take care of it. But that doesn't mean that they tell us not to work hard, right? Mm-hmm. It means do your good works and then know it's gonna come around the way that it's supposed to. And I I dig that, I dig that about manifestation. Yeah because that is something that's true. Like the right people will come to you. You'll be able to come on a great podcast and talk about what you're doing. Those things are true. But if you just sit back and think that because I've been writing in a journal three times a day that I'm going to be a six-figure lash artist. It's magically
2: going to happen, yeah.
0: And you're not taking those action steps, you have no awareness, you have no ownership, and it's probably not going to happen.
2: We call the action steps, we've stolen it from Seth Godin, but it's chopping the wood and carrying the water. And it's every day we chop the wood and we carry the water. Just like every day you cook, you go grocery shopping, you clean, right? You chop the wood, you carry the water.
1: After 10 years... You look back
2: and you, might you, have have
1: this, you have this huge achievement you've built, but it's because yeah. you did the daily grind, the every non-sexy day. things, the stuff that no one cares about on Instagram, the, the stuff that I mean, I've been working for the next three, four weeks. I literally will work probably 12 to 16 hour days every day of the week. Other than Sunday mornings, we'll go to church. That'll be it. <laughs> other than that, yeah. I am yeah. working around the clock. And it's not, and by the way, most of the work is not sexy. It's me getting back to a vendor who is having a problem. It's me um, talking to a person who wants to change their ticket, something on their ticket. There's a person who is confused about what Lashcon now is offering. They thought one person I found it said, Isn't it in Las Vegas? I'm like, no it's not in Las Vegas it's in Anaheim so I'm getting these type of things that's probably half my job right now is just responding and emailing people it's really chopping
2: the wood and carrying the water boring
1: work I mean yes I'm glad to do it because I'm excited for these people when they come and experience and grow but it's not it's not sexy and so that's the that's the stuff Uh, one other thing I wanted to add which I I, because we're hitting all my talking points here self-awareness is really one of the things that oversees all this like if you're not self-aware, then you won't be, a, you won't know where you really stand with work-life balance, right? You're not self-aware of that you're overdoing it. You're not self-aware that you're not working hard. Like you think you're the hardest work in the world. You did two hours a day and you're thinking you're just killing it. Like, no, that's not really, you're not really self-aware right now. That's not really a big day. That's a slow day. And so if you're not self-aware or you're not aware that, wow, well, I'm really offensive to people when I take care of their clients. That's why none of them come back because I maybe I have a really bad smelling breath or maybe I'm Rude or I'm short with people. Or wear my pajamas. Or you show up looking homeless every day at work and you don't understand why people don't want to pay you high ticket price items for while you wear your underwear to work. So it's one of those things where being self-aware is going to help you understand what needs to be changed and how you need to adapt to the situation to improve yourself. So when it comes up to all these manifestation ideas, you can wish all you want, but if you're not self-aware, then you won't know if you're really going in the right direction. You won't know if you're changing what you need to change personally to make those things become a reality because self-awareness is a is a skill. It's a soft skill, but it's actually something that I've seen so many people not understand or have And when you talk to them. I remember talking to one person who wanted to do this Trainings and all that. And I started to ask him questions and it was so clearly they had not thought through any of it. It was just like it was this cool idea. I want to be a trainer. And I'm like, Great. Gee, have you thought of this and that, and like, oh my gosh, they have no idea what it takes them to be a trainer. You know, yeah. So that's that's a, that's another yeah,
0: I think, one. I think the the thing with that, Paul, is right, you need clarity. And then if you have clarity, you can take courageous action. And if yeah. you can take courageous action, you'll start to build confidence. And that's yeah. the life of an
2: entrepreneur, right? Yeah. That's what it action is. Action breeds clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's
1: another saying that we have. Action brings clarity because once you Uh, do something, you find out what works and what doesn't work. So you get the lesson you needed or you have to get the success and the reward. So we all
0: have testament to that, right? Like that's one thing that you can always say. I say this to my business clients, my people that I coach, and I want to share this with all of our our last artists who come into the membership. There's never going to be a perfect time. You're never going to be fully confident. Courage to able to go take that courageous action is what's going to start to see that result. You're not going to see results. And then take action. That's right. right? Yeah. You've got to take you gotta take action and then you'll start to see results. Yeah. But the reason people stop and stall is because they don't have that clarity, they don't have that self-awareness, they haven't invested a little bit of time and looking under the hood and understanding what they need to work on every day so that they can actually say, Okay, I'm taking action, even though I'm scared, and sometimes I fail, but this time I'm not, and this time I failed, and then I learned and I came back. And eventually, if you don't give up, the life of an entrepreneur, and you guys are a great testament to this and so many other entrepreneurs, Vanessa also talked about this in her, her article in, in the ALA magazine, was things happen, but you have to stop and then learn from it and then keep going. The people who stop are the ones that don't become successful entrepreneurs. If yeah. people think it was like, They see online, it's like, I started and six months later, I have a million dollars. And they're like, wow, I want to do that. And then if they don't get those results, they think they failed and it's not possible for them. But the truth is, the majority of people do not have that type of success. It takes time. And at some point, the waterfall comes in and then, you know what? Guess what, guys? Sometimes that waterfall goes away, but it comes back again. So- there are seasons to life, there are seasons to your business. And so having that clarity lets you take courageous action. And then through that action, you will start seeing results for a lash artist, for a business owner, for a podcaster, for somebody who is trying to start a business during a recession or in a great time. doesn't even matter if the world is amazing. You're still going to go through the same things because you're never going what
1: to do even when the company's great no one just hands you a business and goes here's all the money you need don't have to do any work there's i mean yeah no that's not true if anything it'd be just as hard in the the up economy because there's more competition during that time so yeah but anyhow i realized we talked about doing a maybe 30 minute podcast and we're at an hour
2: you're amazing (laughs) christina this has just been a wonderful talk super packed full of value for our listeners i'm super excited about american lash association yeah and it's, it's it seems like a mouthful. Sometimes I, I, a- I a- 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 la a- la 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 yes.
1: No a- la is great. Um, we're really excited to support you guys and come lashcon. You can see them, meet Christina, meet Brittany. Is is Michelle coming by the way, or is that
0: Michelle's not coming? But Brittany is going to be there with Beauty Books. And we'll have other people that are on our team. So you'll be seeing some Ashley, who's our executive assistant. She'll be there. She's in the community group. So come by, say hello, pick up your magazine and make sure that you, you come and get your discount and join the membership. We want to see you. Follow us on social media, reach out to me. If you've got questions, if you've got things you think should be in the in the association, let us know. We are just growing. We're starting out. So there's more to come and your feedback in the census, your feedback in what we're doing is going to make all the difference in the world.
1: Yeah. You have two jobs right now. I'm giving you all my lovely listeners, all the smart cookies out there. One in the show notes, click on that link today. And get that Lashcon twenty five discount. You take that twenty five percent off. I mean, if it's eighty four dollars, twenty five percent off is what? It's like sixty some dollars. So it's gonna be oh my god, and it's fifty four dollars with that
0: twenty five. Or if
1: you're student, ah, yeah. It's so so it's buy that today, and then please go. Click on the link on the census. We'll also, hopefully, by the time you listen to this, it'll be on our Instagram page. You can go click on that, too, if you find us there. Yeah. So those are your two things, census and sign up today, because we need to know about who you are and what you do, and this census is going to yeah. ask you a lot of great questions. It's not very long, simple answers, and but it will help us gather information. And this is stuff that's going to be shared, so we will all benefit from yeah. it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having us on and for letting me share our journey and the story and our, our mission to be of service. I am so passionate about being in this community. I'm so blessed that the community is welcoming me the way that they have. And tell me what to do, like put me to work. So I, I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you guys so much.
1: Awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Pal, Tusney, as well as our special guest, Christina, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.